And three, two, one. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast on the Internet. It's the only podcast. My name's Sriracha, and I have delicious, succulent toes that you will never, ever see. Did you know, Asterios, fun fact, here's what I learned today. Oh, Asterios is here, too. Say hi. hi. <laughs> Did you know? Okay, so you've heard about people selling their used panties online, right? Yes. You've heard about people selling their used stockings and sockers online. I guess, sure. Now, people are selling their used, you know those sheet masks? No. People are selling them for $10, and it's like, who is buying? Where Wait is a minute. You mean those, like, weird ghost masks that girls wear that are, like, covered in slime when they go to sleep and they look like serial killers? Yes. Those... I guess it's so you can, like, put on your favorite cam girl's face and become them Buffalo Bill style? I can't believe... I've used hundreds of those masks in my life. I can't believe I've been sitting on thousands of dollars. You don't want to start getting into the selling stuff game. No, I do. I do real bad. I don't think... No, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> you say this is a joke. Ha ha, it's so funny. Someone is going to DM you like, ha ha, it's really funny. I would like to buy your socks though. Ha ha. Ha 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 That's so funny in this hypothetical scenario. Ha ha. What's your price? Ha ha ha. Exactly. And you're going to go like, I don't know. Ha ha. $500. Ha ha. He he. Like expecting like no one will ever pay that amount of money. Immediately, $500 is going to be given to you on PayPal. Next thing you know, you're in a low-cut top on Twitch and someone is suing you because they coomed their computer to death. <laughs> hey, if you are listening to this and you have $500 for my stinky, stinky socks. You don't. This is a road you don't want to start going down. Oh, no. I think I'm going to test the water. <laughs> oh, my God. No discounts, though. No discounts for Sims. You're only selling to simps. <laughs> Why would you give discounts to your to your only client base? Okay, well, if you're a simp, if you're a fucking reply guy, we've got a special going on. $500, and I'll send you my stinky smelly socks, and I'll also call you a simp cuck. Okay, okay. I'm moving us on to our first topic. <laughs> this was not on the whiteboard. This topic was not on the whiteboard. You know what is on the whiteboard, though? I got a text today. All day, listeners text me. At 347-705-7617. And someone texted me a question that's been burning in my brain. And I wanted to share it with you because I don't have an answer yet. I'm ready. He texted me, who would win in a fight? Two young Sheldons or one old Sheldon? Are they physically fighting or is this a battle of wits or something? I That was the first question I asked. Well, actually, the first question I asked was, can they use science? So I guess it's like a very similar thing. Like, you know, can they make robots to fight each other? Or is it just like a slap fight? He said, you have to do it like they just ran into each other, like in the middle of the street. So they have access to whatever science is around them. But this is like a impromptu battle between the Sheldons. Not like, so they haven't had time to prepare. Like, Old Sheldon can't bring a drone that young Sheldon didn't have access to. But don't forget, young Sheldon in the first season, young Sheldon builds a nuclear bomb and the police have to come over to the house. And like the mom has to be like, Shelly, we got to find a better use for your science talents. Yeah, see, no, because I think, but, but nobody carries their nuclear bomb project around with that's them. That's what makes this interesting. Yeah, I'm, oh, that's a toughie. That's a that's a tough nut to crack. Do you have any preliminary opinions? Well, yes. 
I don't think in 40 years Sheldon has gotten any stronger. I agree. Because there is the episode of The Big Bang Theory where, what is it, like Sheldon and Kripke are fighting over who gets the office and neither of them can do like a push up or run a foot. And the way they saw the way they figure out who is the most physically powerful is by who can throw a ball up in the air highest. And and, and those don't don't both of them lose somehow. They both lose every time. And then they have to like flip a coin or something ridiculous. So so I so you know I don't think it, I don't I don't think physical strength kind of comes into it. Yeah, no, I would say two young Sheldons because at least they would be able to move faster. I, I am, predict. I'm also oddly thinking two young Sheldons because if old Sheldon has the strength of young Sheldon, then young Sheldon has the strength. The two young Sheldons have twice the strength of one old Sheldon. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm thinking it's I'm thinking it's too young. Okay. Listeners, you tell us what you think about this. This is the the, the question that's burning up the internet. Yeah, we gotta know. Uh <clears throat> Okay. Another question that's burning up the internet. Earlier today, Applebee's was trending. So of course I was like, why is Applebee's trending? I gotta know. <laughs> Dollaritas, are they back? Are they doing something for Halloween? What are they up to? Everyone wants to know you could only choose one restaurant for your birthday dinner. Which do you go to? Red Lobster, Applebee's. Cheesecake Factory or Olive Garden? Oh, oh, that's okay. I could rank these in terms with like letter grades and tiers. Sure. So the bottom below F tier, Z tier is the Cheesecake Factory. What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? Z tier? Their menu is the size of a phone book. There's nothing there for you? There's, that's the problem. It's, man, they've done studies on this. Like, when you have too many options, it gets to be overwhelming. If you are not American and you've never experienced the postmodern nightmare that is the fucking Cheesecake Factory. I was talking with Berries about this the other day. You need to, I highly recommend everyone who comes to visit America, go to a Cheesecake Factory exactly once because it is a surreal experience. The interior of the Cheesecake Factory looks like Donald Donald Trump's fucking toilet. Like there are gigantic pillars, Roman Colosseum pillars covered in gold lame, and then you sit down on wicker furniture and drink from a plastic cup. They bring you a menu that is thicker than the Bible, <laughs> and there's something like seven hundred different types of cheesecake like the menu is so fucking long you cannot ever possibly read the entire thing by the time the uh waiter comes back and then oh christ on a cross the calories (laughs) it's your birthday you gotta splurge a little bit I think Quint. Guess how many calories? I mean, this is another thing. Me and Barry listening to like that. Guess how many calories is in a plate of uh, fettuccine alfredo from Cheesecake Factory? Sixteen hundred and twenty-five. Close. Eighteen hundred. God damn! <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. And then they their bread. Even their bread is fucking weird. Like they'll bring you a bowl like this very eclectic mix of pumpernickel and white bread, and then these. Dicks. You know what I'm talking about? You mean breadsticks? No, like uh, biscotti, like hard sticks that you crunch. A breadstick? No, because when you say breadstick, you're thinking like Olive Garden breadstick, right? There are two kinds of breadsticks. Soft and crunchy hard. There are two kinds of breadsticks. Thin, 
crunchy hard, about the width of a cigarette. Okay. Um, what color is the inside of it? It, it bread. Okay. Oh, so a breadstick. Sure. Okay, so it looks like bread on the inside. It looks like bread on the outside. So it's a breadstick. Yeah. Okay, just making sure we're talking about bread. You didn't know about breadsticks? But it's crunchy. I feel like you need a way to differentiate between soft and hard breadsticks because one is delicious and the other makes no sense. You're acting like you knew what hard breadsticks were before this conversation and now you're asking about classifications. Motherfucker, I just referenced it. Apropos of nothing. You Obviously, thought it was biscotti, which is a cookie. But I knew what it was. Don't tell me that I didn't know what it was. I recognized it was the concept. You didn't know it was a breadstick. You thought it was a cookie. You, you thought it was a biscotti. That's weird. You're and if weird. I had done that, if I had made that mistake, we'd be doing an entire episode about how Mysterios doesn't know what a breadstick is. There would be a hashtag. People would be memeing it. It would be a sticker by now. Oh, Mysterios doesn't know what a breadstick is. Yeah, no, if you are uh, not from the United States and you co- ever come here, just you need to go to Cheesecake Factory, man. I'm telling you, just one time will be enough. It is weird. It is fucking weird. Okay, I agree that it looks like a, for some reason, the interior design is like a porno set for some reason like it looks like a tacky guy's idea of classy it does i 100 percent agree with that um but at the end of the day they got really good cheesecake at the cheesecake factory a critical component of your birthday is the dessert mm-hmm. you can get an oreo cheesecake a raspberry cheesecake uh you can get like a like a uh uh you know, some kind of death by chop. I'm telling you right now, Red Lobster, Applebee's, and the Olive Garden are probably not going to have somebody named Death by Chocolate. Cheesecake Factory will. But man, oh man, are you even going to want the cheesecake after you're pouring diarrhea out from your 3,000 calorie grease fire of a meal you've just consumed? You don't have to get the fettuccine Alfredo. Just get yourself a nice little flatbread or something. Get a grilled chicken, but like you don't have. By the way, you're acting like the food at the Olive Garden is like is somehow calorie light. You're not eating lean cuisine when you're eating the Olive Garden pasta. I'm not saying that the food served at Olive Garden would fit into any type of diet intended for human consumption. What I'm saying is you will probably not have a stroke while you're eating your meal at Olive Garden. A factor that I cannot rule out with the Cheesecake Factory. Okay, we can agree that Cheesecake Factory is by far the unhealthiest out of all four. Also, they have something called the even their attempts at uh, lighter fare is fucking stupid and asinine. They have something called the glam burger on the menu. I shit you not. No, they have a glam burger. The joke from Undertale. They made it real and put it on the menu. And there's like 17 different glam burgers you can get. It's 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 truly truly a nightmare. Okay, I'm gonna short. I'm gonna see if we can cut to the chase on this. Can we agree that Applebee's is out? As the best? Yes. We're not spending our birthday at Applebee's. <laughs> I, okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm I mean, listening. I, it's definitely not worse than the Cheesecake Factory, but I do not think it's the worst, or I do not think it's worse than Red Lobster. You think Red Lobster's worse than Applebee's? Yes. Red Lobster was going to be my compromise. I was going to be like, I want to go to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> you don't. 
We're definitely not going to Applebee's. Why don't we just go to Red Lobster for my birthday? Yeah, it really is a toss up between Olive Garden and Red Lobster to me because what pisses me off about Red Lobster is, first of all, I think we can both agree that Red Lobster does have the best free bread. I really like the bread at Red Lobster. The Cheddar Bay Biscuits, very tasty. Yes. I like them a lot. I tried to make them at home once. Didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Red Lobster pisses me off because it's too expensive for what it is. I agree. I, I definitely I, I definitely agree with that. Like Red Lobster wants so fucking bad to be this high end seafood place, and but it still needs to appeal to the fat, greasy American palate. So you get this, and but it wants to charge you. Like when you go to Applebee's, they will practically give you the food. Yeah, I know <laughs> the free. unlimited. Do, do they do the unlimited appetizers or is that TJ Fridays? That's TJ Fridays. Oh goddamn it. But no, they will go, they'll sometimes run promotions like buy one entree and we'll give you two to take home with you. Like yeah, they, they are, they pay you to take the food home from the Applebee's. They got the Dollarita at Applebee's, which I do like. They had, they had one at some point. It was like a giant mug of zombie drink and it had gummy brains in it. It made no sense, but damn, it wasn't that one dollar. Yeah. God damn. Okay. All right. Are we going to end up at the Olive Garden for my birthday? Is that where we're ending up? I, you tell me. I'm asking you. You're the, you have such strong opinions about this. I wanted to go to the Cheesecake Factory. Like, they have outdoor seating at the Cheesecake Factory sometimes. Beautiful scenic view of the parking lot. You can just, like, sit there with your mom and dad. Eat yourself some bouquetettes out. Red Lobster. I like the idea that I can just go get a buttload of fried shrimp. Yeah, you Popcorn can. shrimp. And the French fries at Red Lobster are good. Like, I'm not going to Red Lobster and getting like a lobster. I'm not insane. Yeah, don't get a lobster from Red Lobster. No, exactly. I want, just give me all the fried, like give me fish and chips, popcorn shrimp, regular shrimp. Just like give me all your fried crap, Red Lobster. I feel like I'm safe then. Um. I mean, half the menu is fried to shit and back. So yeah, probably. Somebody just got shot at. That's live. This is Brooklyn. Okay. All right. So, Red Lobster, Applebee's, Olive Garden, Cheesecake. What's your final ranking? Uh, my final ranking be at the S tier. We have, you know, I'm going to go with Olive Garden. Wow. And if I had to eat there, I would get that uh, chicken piccata or whatever they have. They have some kind of chicken and a mango salsa that I genuinely do like. Okay. And I know everybody's going to be in the comments. Oh, so Roger likes Red Lobster. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I hate you. Wow. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I oh hate you. Oh, my God. You. Okay. Uh. A tier is Red Lobster, B tier is Applebee's, and then way, way at the bottom, way down south at the center of the earth, in between the mud and the seventh layer of hell, is the Cheesecake Factory. God damn, mine is the complete opposite. I go number one Cheesecake Factory, number two Red Lobster, number three Applebee's, number four Olive Garden. Why do you hate Olive Garden? I don't hate it. It's just, I feel like... Cheesecake Factory and Red Lobster have a lot of the food that they have at the Olive Garden. And Cheesecake Factory has better desserts. Red Lobster has more fried seafood options. Like, Applebee's is great for that, like, bar and grill garbage. Olive Garden, like... I don't know what I'm getting at Olive Garden and I can't get in some combination of the others. I once ate a steak at Applebee's and it wasn't terrible. Oh. I'll admit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what? When I, I used to go to Applebee's with my mom and I would get, I would get like a steak, like some six ounce or eight ounce little thing. And then she would get these uh, um, Jack Daniels like ribs 
and we would go splitsies, and it was nice. Uh, here's the key. Hey, kids, if you want to make a steak at home, let me tell you the secret. You got to get the pan hot before you put the steak in. Don't start heating it up. Like, take your hand, run it underwater, and, like, flick it at the stove. And it, when the grease pops, then you put the steak on. And you flip it once, and you leave it there, and that will cause uh, it to form that nice little crust yeah. on the outside. Your other trick with steak is you just use all the butter in the house. Yes, that is the cheat code <laughs> making food taste good. All right. Well, we want to know what's your top four. Where are you going to spend your birthday? Who wins between young Sheldons and old Sheldon? We'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Holy shit. I just had the most brilliant uh, marketing idea, <laughs> like a flash of inspiration Okay. while we were on break. Okay. So... You were we were talking about selling socks and stuff earlier, right? Yeah, I was hoping we would. I was hoping you'd forget about that, ladies. All three of you, listen to this show. Here's a free idea. Okay, you make four separate accounts on one of those like usedintimates.com or wherever you, you sell them. You know about the websites. I'm just spitballing here. I'm gonna go to usedintimates.com, and if it exists, I'm gonna go walk into the ocean. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> Don't say a thing. Oh used intimates. Okay, thank God usedintimates.com is for a Ford. <laughs> God damn, you're always doing something. I can never sleep around you. You're always up to something. Marketing your socks and panties based on your political compass quadrant. You make four separate accounts. It doesn't even need to be real. You make four separate accounts, and then you wear different types of socks, and then you <laughs> sell them based on your ideology. Like, if you wanted to sell live left socks, you would get, like, the gay socks, like the gay striped socks, and be like, I wore these stinky, smelly knee-highs for two days while I was bashing the fash. And then you rent a hotel room, and you take pictures of yourself wearing, like, uh... Those business, like those tights that you'd wear in business, you'd be like, oh, I wear these. I have a meeting to Hong Kong and I've been sitting in these panties for 16 on a 16 hour flight. Guys, I'm telling you, it would work. <laughs> Go out there, be millionaires, my ladies, my brethren. <laughs> Do me, make me proud. Tell me how much money you make in your first month. <laughs> as soon as you become a millionaire, you have to <laughs> get in at the $20 level. Throw the. <laughs> Patreon. Can you just grab my face? Nasterios um, looks like I just threw a bucket of water in him. I can see my face on this little camera thing. I'm the engineer for this show. I'm, make, I'm videotaping it. Make sure our audio levels don't do it. While I'm doing world-class comedy, thanks very much. I have never seen myself look so sad <laughs> as I look right now on this little goddamn monitor. <laughs> All right, Sriracha, I'm going to try to bring us to greener comedic pastures. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, uh, real quick, are you sure you don't want to tell me what's in the other two quadrants? Yeah. What the Nazi socks are or the pedophile socks? <laughs> See, the Nazi socks would be <laughs> little short, like uh, little tiny, uh, you know, those socks that are hidden when they're in their shoe. And it would say, so the description would be like, I know this is degenerate, but I need money for my kid's college fund or something. And you got to be real self-loathing about it. 
Mm-hmm. And then communist socks. I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, we've already done the communist socks, right? No, those are those are uh, li- liber- liber- liberals. Okay, those were the bash the fast shot. What? Yeah. I thought you said in the lower right quadrant there's like a yellow suited pedophile. Yeah, there's a pedophile. That's yeah. No, those those are the business stockings. Oh, those are the business stockings. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't like that. I had to learn who <laughs> quote J Reg was. <laughs> like yet yeah, like. After last week's episodes, everyone's like, oh, Sriracha's in the J-Rex. Sriracha's in the J-Rex. Sriracha is in the J-Rex. See this much younger, much better looking comedian that Sriracha's. Oh, I hate this J-Rex guy. Oh, that's debatable. The better looking part. I thought he was I, I thought he was cute. I thought this guy was cute. All right, but move it on. That makes you my friend. <laughs> anyway, move it on. Okay. You know how I, I'm on the show a lot, the drunken peasants, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I've been going on the Drunken Peasants for a couple of years, but uh, but now I'm on like twice a month. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a very big fan of that show. It's a lot of fun. And on the show, I started discussing a concept called the Fat Guy Hall of Fame. <laughs> Tell me more. And, I mean, it's really as simple as that. It's like, in our culture, like, it's 99% hunks. But we let a couple of fat guys in. We let like three or four fat guys in and we let in like one fat girl. Like for a long time, it was like Rosie O'Donnell. Then it was Roseanne. Then for a while, it was Melissa McCarthy. Who's the fat bitch now? Rebel Wilson? No. Yeah, now it's Rebel Wilson. We exactly. don't like her anymore, do we? Well, I, don't, I don't think we hate her. I, it's just no one has replaced her yet. Got it. You know, like, uh, so... I figured maybe you and I could come up with, like, the Mount Rushmore fat guys right okay. now the show. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Do you have anyone to start us off with? Um, trying to fat people. Okay, what's the qualification here? Like, four fat guys? They have to be fat men? I, th- I think we have to start. I think it's fat guys. And I think we should start with. I think we just put Chris Farley there right off the top. Yeah, I would say Chris Farley would be my number one choice. Out of, out of all fat guys? No, okay, dead dead or alive fat guys. Are both, both. Both, are, both are totally acceptable. How fat is Robin Williams? Robin Williams wasn't fat at all. <laughs> really? Okay. What, are you kidding me? Robin Williams? I remember him being fat. Do you remember him being fat or do you remember him being out of shape because he was super depressed? Uh, maybe both. <laughs> okay, he was not, no, Robin Williams was not a fat guy. Okay, I'm taking Robin, no, not, Robin Williams is out. I say we get one fat politician. I don't want to go with more than one. Okay. So should it be William Taft, Mao Zedong, <laughs> or was Stalin fat? Stalin was fat. Stalin was not, Stalin was thick. Stalin was like heavy set, but not fat. Like, Fat 1990s Bill Clinton making fun of him on Saturday Night Live because, like, he lit. Like, one time Bill Clinton jogged to a McDonald's on live television. And, like, that was what he did when he was trying to lose weight. Like, William Howard Taft got stuck in that tub. That was very funny. And that is the only thing I know about William Howard Taft. I don't know. Was he conservative? Was he liberal? Did he start a war? Did he finish one? Was he married to his cousin? I don't know. Who cares? He's fat. <laughs> Tub fat. He's on the he's on the Mount Rushmore. He's in the Fat Guy Hall of Fame. Nice. He's choice. holding out politics. How do you know how fat you have to be to fill up a tub? They make they made like whiskey. In these bathtubs, because they were like, we need a lot of whiskey. It's the 1920s and shit sucks. I need to drink a bathtub's worth of whiskey. Mm. Like, 
when there's a hurricane, they're like, you should fill up your tub because you might not have fresh water for a few days. He filled up every inch of that tub. That's insane. And how do they get... How did they get him out? Did they like have to smash the tub with like a sledgehammer? I feel like I knew this at one point. Like they needed to grease him up and then pull him out. They had to grease up the president and use like a big spatula. That's Hall of Fame worthy. Isn't that the most American thing you could think of? It's yes. so fat you die in your bed. Now, oh, Mao Zedong, I do like Mao Zedong. And I think earlier you brought up like either Kim Jong-il or Kim Jong-un. I don't know the difference. Yeah, I don't know the difference either. I do like the idea that you can be super fat while your entire country is starving. That is very funny. You told me that, you told me how much does he spend on cheese? He spends uh, reportedly 140000 USD per year on cheese imports alone. And sometimes defectors or high-ranking defectors have said that he has ate so much fucking cheese that he has gotten himself sick and needed to, like, stay in bed for a couple of days. That might be Taft. That's commitment. He gets himself cheese sick in a country of starving people? Cheese drunk, yeah. He's a... You're hearing all these rumors about how, like, he's in a coma and how his sister's in charge of the country? No, he's just cheesed up. Maybe he cheesed himself into a coma. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Okay. I don't, because I keep seeing these headlines like, oh, all these pictures of him are from two years ago. And like, they just keep putting out, quote, new pictures of him and his sister. Like, I don't know who's in charge. I have read so many documentaries, or watched so many documentaries about North Korea the past like week. (laughs) I don't know why I'm on a spree. Yeah. Just watching them. And oh my God, one of the funniest ones. I've seen was they were interviewing uh, defectors and one of the questions they asked him, they said, name a rumor that you heard about the outside world while you were living in North Korea. And did it turn out to be true or false? So one of them was like, uh, there was this lady who lived in our neighborhood and she defected to South Korea, but her son was like very high in the government like ranking so she defected back (laughs) she defected back to north korea i don't remember why she did that but instead of like sending her to the no-no camp (laughs) to the gulag they let her live but she had to go from town to town telling everybody about how like south korea is everyone is eating rats (laughs) because there are no food and like the people turned to cannibalism and then she said apparently uh when they were alone this way would be like no it's all bullshit south korea is awesome <laughs> you say something about like dogs wearing clothes yeah um one of the other people this one was the fun one i found the most funny one of the other girls was like i had this book of scary stories from the west and one of them said westerners buy clothing for their dogs and at the time i thought it was so ridiculous this cannot possibly be true and that i turns out that one was real <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great yeah, we're monsters. Yep. Yeah, we're yeah, we we got what we deserve here. Um Okay. All right. Taft or, or Kim Jong. Okay, I'm gonna go for Taft. America rules. America. First. All right, I'm going for I'm going for Taft. What do you think of John Goodman? Who's John Goodman? Okay. He's a, all right, don't worry about it. Off the list then. <laughs> Off the list. Don't worry about that. What do you think about the fat guy from The King of Quids? <gasps> Kevin James? Is he fat enough? <laughs> I kind of like Kevin James more than Chris Farley. Why? Be- okay, Kevin James is 
way less talented, granted. But Kevin James is the everyman. Chris Farley is like this like comedic legend. Like I could never reach the heights of Chris Farley. I feel like I could be about as funny as Kevin James. And I don't like the idea of one of these big fat guys being better than me. So mm. like Kevin James makes me feel comfortable. Like when I watch the King of Queens or that other new show that he's on now, like he's like landing these hot girls and it's like, he's not that talented and he's only in all these movies because chris farley died and it's like i do like that i feel like i could maybe get into movies if i was someone's cousin or brother someone's token replacement fat friend yeah exactly all right i do like kevin james all right i like kevin james oh how about this one guy fieri i was trying to think of which fat chef would be the best like Chef Paul Prudhomme was this guy in the 80s who had like a little hat and he would always be like, I guarantee you're going to you're gonna love this jambalaya. Like, I like him. Dom DeLuise also had a cool hat. But Guy Fieri, he had his own restaurants and his own sauce and things like that. And Guy Fieri spends like all his time going around the country finding diners, drive-ins and dives and like publicizing them and making weird noises yeah so i like how guy fieri kind of gives back to the cooking community he has that whole little supermarket show where they're running around at the guy fieri's grocery games yeah that guy's great i don't know why everybody bitches about him so much it's weird when people complain about guy fieri i i, I hate it it's it seems really fucking shitty of us it's like guy fieri is to food as nickelback is to music like nobody really hates them as much as they meme on them yeah okay all right Guy Fieri's up there. Also, you ever go to Chicken Guy? No, is it good? Yeah, Chicken Guy's great. They got the, he's got his own little fried chicken restaurant called Chicken Guy. And it's a picture of him, his face, in a neon sign, but he's a chicken. That's lit as fuck. It's see? really cute. Okay, Guy Fieri's up there. William Howard Taft is up there. Did we say, did we decide Chris Farley or Kevin James? I'm putting Guy, I would prefer to put Kevin James. Chris Farley's too good for the fat guy hall. All right, let's put Kevin James. Kevin James is up there. We need one more. One more fatty. Now, Alfred Hitchcock comes to mind for me right away. Oh, he was big, wasn't he? He was so fucking fat that like, (laughs) his all, all you needed to see was his silhouette. At the beginning of, like, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And that music. Like, you saw, like, the shadow of a corpulent man. And you're just like, I know who that is. That's the guy that, that's the guy that directed The Birds. I love that big, fat son of a bitch. Uh, that's a good choice for a fat guy. But I'm going to choose Sergei Nazarov, the uh, programmer behind Chainlink. <laughs> you kids in your Chainlink. Fat Sergei. Explain Fat Sergey to most of our audience who has no idea what the hell you're talking okay, about. So Sergey Nazarov is this stone philosophy major who made this cryptocurrency called Chainlink. It's the best cryptocurrency in the entire world. And you should take all of your life savings and dump it into Chainlink immediately mm-hmm. if you've not done so already. Mm-hmm. And he is fat. And he does not like... <laughs> <laughs> and he does not like when people make fun of his weight so of course on 4chan they always they photoshop pictures of his head onto the body of the world's fattest man and post it all day wait a minute 
What about those two big fat motorcycle twins from the 1980s? What the bargain door? Wait, what was? Well, I don't know their names, but you know who I'm talking about. I do the ones with the weird fucked up faces. Those guys, I want them on either end of Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is usually four. This one six because it's the fattest Mount Rushmore there is. All right, we got twin Kevin James. Sergei Nazarov? Nazarov. All right, who else is on the list? Um, uh, William Howard Taft. Kevin James. I forget. Oh, uh, no. Guy Fieri. First twin, Sergei Nazarov. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Guy Fieri. Kevin James. William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft and the other twin. And they're all on motorcycles, by the way. And they're all fat. And they're all big, fat fatties. All right. <laughs> Listeners, tell us who's on your fat guy, Mount Rushmore. We will be right back after this with a call from a very special listener. Very special friend. Be right back. Hey there, simps. Have you ever wanted to see Chris Chan sit on a cake and then fart as, with awesome sauce written on his ass as you can see like the balls in between the legs? Anyways, this month, Chris is out. Did you have fun? Yeah, this month's Christmas was a grueling 14 video gauntlet where Sriracha sat me down a clockwork orange style and made me watch 14 videos, the majority of which either featured CWC's penis or CWC molesting a blow-up doll. My personal favorite, I know this is underrated, but I think my personal favorite was the Jackass series. That is, of course, when uh, CWC sticks uh, his dick in the snow. For 15 minutes. And fucks the snow with an, for an attempt to get on uh, the TV series Jackass. Of course, he was sending this video to Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> yeah, and he was not sending the video to Vanessa Hudgens. And then he shows us his, like, frozen wiener. And, okay, it's... <laughs> Awful. It's episode 13 of Christery, and you can get it, and I counted the other day. We're almost up to our 100th bonus episode. Holy shit, you can't afford not to get this sweet content in your hole for just $2? We have 97 bonus episodes. You can get them all for one $2 pledge at... Uh, Patreon.com slash serial. That's almost 50 cents. Wait, no. I don't know. I'm terrible at math. What? Oh, what's... Oh, no. Oh, no. I really showed my ass out there. (laughs) Boy, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Episode, it's, it's called the penis episode. Right. Episode 13 of Christory. And it doesn't matter how much it is per episode because they're each worth a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You'll make a hundred million dollars for one two dollar plan. You will become wealthy. serious. <laughs> okay. Kami socks. Kami socks. I've been thinking about it. Would be like. First of all, they would definitely be either wool or like crew wool socks, or they would be black knee high socks, very thin, depending on the season. And it would the commentary would be something like, "I'm redistributing the smell of my stink." Oh God, <laughs> you are so lucky. The phone is ringing right now. Hold on, let me take this call. Uh, hello, loudest podcast. Who's this? This is Clark. Clark. Hey there, Clark. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, Asterius? I'm doing all right. You sound a little bit lighter. About 85 pounds lighter. You're, you lost 85. How the hell did you lose 85 pounds? Was it keto? It was keto, wasn't it? Was it, it? keto? Was it keto? It, it really wasn't. I mean, I, 
I, I'm not really a fad dieter guy. I'll be honest with you. I've actually lost weight a few times in my life, but this is definitely the most, this is the most amount of weight in a sort of uh, like a single sitting, a, ser- a single period of time. Uh, 85 pounds. I was 260 and I went down to 175. That's like two toddlers worth of weight. That's insane. Oh, sure. I just give me a face. Two toddlers are You're- much less than yeah. 80 pounds. A 45 gonna- pound toddler? There's no 40 pound toddlers How out many- there. 40-pound toddlers have you seen in your life? I don't know how much a toddler weighs. It would be weird if I did know how much a toddler weighs, like, by the way. You should be lucky I don't know how much a toddler 25 weighs. 25 pounds. Oh, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry I don't have your diddler math. Okay, look, Clark, So, how did you lose this weight? <laughs> we're all trying to lose weight. We're, right. all, we're all out there trying. How did you do it? I mean, honestly, I just ate less and exercised more. There's really no secret. It's pretty boring. Um, I, I just lowered my intake to maybe 1500 calories a day and I ran three miles a day and that's about it. And I did it over the course of about 10, 11 months and I lost 85 pounds. What I heard is you stopped eating completely and switched over to only drink that Korean diet tea that makes you shit your brains out. Serious, you remember that stuff? Of course I remember that stuff. That stuff tasted like trash. It was kind of fun, though, wasn't it? Well, you liked it. For some reason, you like giving yourself diarrhea. Yeah, because it makes me feel clean. Okay. It makes my stomach tie up in knots, but then afterwards, you feel great. Clark, I hear you use some sort of crazy gambling website where you can like gamble money on your own weight loss exactly i put up 1500 bucks to lose 85 pounds and when i made the goal they paid me three grand you got this guy got three thousand dollars to lose weight what the hell is the name of this website uh it's called healthywage.com okay wait i i'm skeptical okay so how would you ever prove that you were at your starting weight or because why, what, what's stopping people from going on and just lying and saying, I'm 300 pounds now and a uh, right. month passes. And guess what? Now I'm 200 pounds. Right, exactly. Yeah, they've got a phone app and you just use the phone app to take a video of yourself and then you submit it and that's how you verify it. Just stand on the scale, you know, turn left and right, prove that it's you and that's it. Huh. I feel like that's so easily hackable. I feel like you could tamper with your scale. And I know if I wanted to scam $3,000, I would spend the time to tamper with my scale. Also, side question, can you bet against yourself? Oh my <laughs> can, short, you even, a great question. can you short your own weight loss? Yeah, can you bet you're, that you're going to gain and then feed yourself sticks of butter all day? No, no. So they, so they figured it out how to prevent gaming the system. So I've told this to other people and they've said, Oh, what if I just tried to lose like one pound in a month and then wagered a thousand dollars that I could do that. There's a bunch of minimums. So you have to lose a minimum of 10% of your weight loss. It's a minimum of six months of time and a minimum of $20 per month. Okay. Okay. All right. And also like video, it's kind of like you could tell if someone lost a bunch. You could tell if someone lost like 10% of right. their body fat, right? Well, okay. So if you weigh like 135 pounds, and you bet that you get down like 120, they might just be like, yeah, look, this website's not for you. It's for big fat people who definitely won't lose the weight because that's the only way we make money. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, I mean, it's kind of when you think about it, listen, I'm happy because I, I won, you know, 3000 bucks. But when you think about it, the only reason this website stays open is because a lot of people are uh, losing their money. <laughs> like they're not losing enough weight to win the bet. And uh, I, I mean, I just try not to think about that part. <laughs> 
Well, no, you look, you don't have to think about that part. You won. Exactly. I have to think about that part because I am going to bet my life savings right. that I can lose 50 pounds in six months. Right. In five days. In five days. Okay, Clark, yeah. look, we have all the information we need from you. We're going to hang up on you now and quickly race over to this website. Clark, thank you so, so much. Clark, we're wasting our time. I, 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 I should be making money right now, Clark. I'm going to hang up on you, Clark. Bye. All right. How much money should I bet on HealthyWage.com and how much weight can I lose? You can lose 500 pounds. I don't weigh 500 pounds. (laughs) In just three days. All right, I'm going to HealthyWage.com right now. You need to bulk. (laughs) I need to bulk? Yeah, you need to bulk. I've been bulking my whole life. I need to to cut weight. Okay, I'm at HealthyWage.com. Weight loss challenges with cash prizes. Calculate your prize. All right, I'm, hit, I'm hitting calculate prize. Okay, I'll do it too. All right, cool. How many pounds do I want to lose? All right, right now I weigh, I think, 215 pounds. I want to be down to 180. So I want to lose 35 pounds. All right, 35 pounds. How long do you need to reach your goal? I feel like I can lose 35 pounds in six months. How much do you want to bet per month? Wait, what's the maximum? All right, I'm going to max this thing out. <laughs> Per month? Yeah, because you have to bet, oh, wow, that's how they get you. You have to bet like, like okay, so I'm going to say $500 a month. This is a scam. I don't know how Clark did it because I'm getting real scam vibes from the pictures on this website. Yeah, I know. I'm getting scam vibes too, actually. But this way, but it's been on CNN, the New York Times, Shape, the Huffington Post today. Look, how can this be a scam? At the bottom of the page, it says, too good to be true. No, it's not. Well, that means it's not too good to be true. I have to... And all these pictures of these great stock footage people. Yeah, and it, like as you're clicking through, are you clicking through the prize calculator? I yes. put in that I wanted to lose uh, 12 pounds. And it's like the average person loses 40 pounds and gains uh, $1,200. And it's like, okay, well, that's not really relevant right now because I can't lose. I will die if I lose 40 pounds. And then I click next and then it says healthy wage is all about motivation. If you had $1,200 in your pocket and then I had to choose, I have to scroll through, go on vacation, buy new appliances, pay off debt. I'm I'm, I'm not. Is it possible you're at a different page than me i'm not seeing this at all you got to keep going forward well i'm using the price calculator according to this tessa won fifty six hundred dollars yeah i i'm lost 87 pounds i'm past that point but i'm getting real sketch vibes from how this tall one. am i all right we require your email to show your prize clark is this your scam did you make this scam all right i would all right look i would go shopping for new clothes if i had twelve hundred and forty five dollars in my pocket all right, calculate my prize. My prize is being calculated. That's seen on Good Morning America, NPR, The Doctors, Fox News, Nightline, Women's Day. My prize is waiting. All right, I'm giving them my password. Create a password. I'm giving them giving my email address. You right, got to give them your social security number. All right, hold on. My password will be by. I'll just make it my social security number. That'll make okay, it easier. Okay, yeah. So I'll just log in with Facebook. Never forget it. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Sock Talk. <laughs> it's like TikTok for socks. <laughs> Socks and panties and stockings and face masks, apparently. Okay. I'm telling them that I want to lose 35 pounds. I'm going to bet $500 a month for six months. Okay. They're telling me if I can lose this weight, I can make $3,448. I'm hitting next. 
Okay, lock in your $3,448 prize today. Number Don't one. Don't do it. Place your bet. Pay all at once or in monthly installments. Well, it'd be easiest to pay all at once, obviously. How much is that? $5,000? How many months? I don't know. Uh, look, that's the problem. You think about things, I act. That's the, that's the difference between the sexes, baby. Math. Men get out there and they do. Think, think, think. I thought women were supposed to be bad at math. Lose weight, win money. Okay. How would you like to pay? $3,000 all at once. Wait a minute. Yeah, I wait. $3,000, and if I, win, if I lose the weight, I get $3,448? I knew I was getting a fucking... Clark, how dare you? How dare you invite us, call into our show only to shill your scam? Wait, maybe this is for people that are trying to lose more than 35 pounds. It has to be. They must see losing 35 pounds as equivalent to, like, betting on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, they probably will. Like... A guy going from 215 to 180, there's not enough action for them. Right. This is like exactly like buying and selling options. <laughs> yes. Ex- this is exactly like buying and selling options. Okay. I'm going to pretend to be a big fat fatty real quick. Yeah. All right. All right. Say you're, use Sarah J's weight. Say you're about 655 pounds. Okay. Here we go. Calculate price. All right. How many pounds do I want to lose? 250 pounds in six months. At $500 a month, go to step two. Okay, there we go. This profits you $1,140, which is still not a ton. It's not enough. It's. Calculate again. All right. Weight to lose. 500 pounds at $5,000 a month. You can bet up to $995 a month. <laughs> oh my God. $995 over the course of 12 months. If I, if I lost 500 pounds, you would get negative $1,940 profit? Wait a minute! This is just doing math. It's calculating the ch- the physical chances that you could lose whatever weight, and then it's spitting out a number based on... It's, it's hedging. It's hedging against... I am so confused! Clark texted me and he told me he made all this money and lost all his weight! I can't put any numbers in this that makes sense! You plug that into that thing that tells you who owns the IP on it, you find out where Clark lives. Okay, hold on! Wait a minute. I'm looking up the who is for this website. This website is a Clark co-production! What the hell, Clark? That's it, Clark. Clark, you could have just sold your socks. You didn't need to lie like this. Clark, I'm not using healthy waste. How dare you, Clark? I can't find a single... That's it! I'm gaining weight now because this website has pissed me off so much. I'm going out to get some Ben and Jerry's with a chocolate core. I'm going to bulk in anger. Angry bulk. Clark, I get it, Clark. All right. Well, that is it for our episode of The Loudest Podcast. I'm sorry, listeners. I wanted to have a whole arc where I was going to lose weight and make money every month and gamble on this HealthyWaves.com <laughs> thing. But this website sucks. I'm so upset about this website. In lieu of HealthyWaves.com, we will be sending out my socks as next month's bonus. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are playing with fire here. Someone is going to make you an offer you can't refuse. And the next thing you know, you're a socks worker. That's fine. I'm capitalism, baby. Let's do it. You slip in my DMs. I got socks for you. I walked around New York City with these socks. You a weird liberal? I like to sniff socks. You fucking neolip. Yeah, get in my DMs. <laughs> Bye. Bye.